0: one and all and welcome to the podcast we call the Fantastival with myself Steve Nussbaum in the podcast where I invite my guests to come on and talk to me all about their musical tastes memories their experiences and they get to create their fancy festivals which I have christened Fantastivals we're now on episode number 82 flying towards that big 100 but still have a few episodes left to go, I must say before this episode starts, a massive thank you to Kimberly Forsythe, who was my last guest on the Fantastical Podcast. Wonderful lady, great musical taste, so passionate about music and all her acts and acts who didn't make it. So if you've not listened to that one, please go back and give that one a listen. That's number eighty-one. So like I said, this is eighty-two of the Fantastical Podcast, and I'm delighted to have these guys on once again as they're making their second appearance. If you remember. They were part of the Mind Aid crew back in episode 75, which was such a fantastic podcast. But I'm delighted to say I've now gotten to myself. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Gillian Macca from the sensational Distant Images.
1: Oh, thank you for having us back on. Pleasure
0: to <laughs> so be. <laughs> Pleasure to have you on without those lousy boys from Arcade State and without Sylvie <laughs> and without the wonderful Lottie. They're only joking, guys. love to have you back. Guys, how have you been? When we last caught up, it was just, you know, early December. We were all buzzing about Christmas almost two months later. Covid seems to be getting to a bit of a better place now in terms of restrictions are being lifted. People can go out more, see each other, go to gigs that we'll talk about shortly. So so how are you guys? How are you both? We're
1: doing good. We're yeah. um well as you know, we've just um come off from our um gig at the weekend, our first first Isn't images gig, and we're still buzzing.
2: <laughs> like we're
1: absolutely still buzzing from it. Like you know, like with restrictions, it's like you know you plan these things and you're like, is it gonna go ahead? You know, before it with everything, and then like it was like finally here, and it was like happening. And we we're like, how how is this how is this happening? Live music's back, and not only that, it's it's our first gig, and it was it was amazing. It really was. It was absolutely brilliant.
0: How did it feel to take the stage? I guess you know you've been together now, and we'll talk about kind of how you got together. But it's been you know a, a good while since you've been together, and to do your first gig must have felt like an awesome event to to be there and 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 finally get on a stage.
2: Yeah, it was it was uh, it was amazing just to just to sort of get these songs played in an actual live kind of venue, you know, in front of front of people. We'd done some wee radio stuff before, you know, like but that's that was all stuff that we recorded in our house. So this, this sort of pressure was on, you know, because it was it was live, you know, and it, and it was we had the had that kind of band behind us as well. So it wasn't just the the two years, even though there was there was one song where we stripped it back um, to the two years, but um, uh, it was it was it was such a, uh, an amazing experience. It was sort of like it, all sort of led to that to that moment. Is exactly. as...
1: that big, big build up? But that's the thing, though. Like it was for, for you, it was like the heat done gigs before. It was my first ever gig.
0: Right, oh, like, your first ever gig. Ever, right, ever gig. Yeah,
1: because this was my first time like being like part of a band, being part of anything. So like half an hour before it, like I could feel like the stomach turning. I'm like, oh, this is it. I'm going out there. And then after I was saying to people, how did I look? Was I nervous? You know, did I? They're like, no, no, you look great. But I was like, I, it was nervous, but I loved it. I came off, absolutely wasn't. I, I still got the, the, the nerves. You've got
2: to have yeah. the nerves you know, before it, because, you know, you need to, you need that. You need, that to, uh, you need, you to, need
1: those wee nerves to, to push you know, to push feed, on. You sort
2: of feed off it, you know. Yeah, and once you get two or three songs at the road, that's it. Uh, you you kind of calm down a wee bit.
1: So, but I had my eyes closed. It's like, you're very aware of, like, there was moments that I'm just like, I've had my eyes closed now for, like, every three songs. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I opened my eyes to look down, and I could see Jody with Sylvie singing along in the front. And that just, that was me. I was like, yes, there we go. There's people in there enjoying you
2: it. You could have you opened your eyes and not do as there. there. <laughs> Everybody's
1: gone. Yeah, so it was, uh, that was brilliant. I loved it
0: great stuff and and we'll obviously find out about more gigs that you guys are doing I know you've announced uh one or two more so let's go back then guys how did how did you guys get to form distant images how did that happen
1: so we've been writing we have actually written music together for years but um he'd been in bands and it was just kind of one of those things like it was just kind of like a not even so much a hobby but just enjoyed it so we'd write music record stuff but never ever really do anything with it and then when lockdown happened we just I don't know we just kind of thought let's get creative we started writing recorded the ep and thought oh, we'll just put it out there and join instagram twitter and from then it just sort of before you knew it like there's people listening to our music we were on like local radio stations and people were asking about gigs and stuff and it just it just all went from there
2: i uh, definitely the the um what if, if it wasn't for lockdown probably you know it wouldn't have happened because in a, in a way sort of life stopped for everybody but mm. Something else kind of happened out of that, um, and it sort of forced everybody to kind of I don't know look more sort of inward, stuff whatever. Uh-huh. And um, that's that, that's what happens. We just started sort of writing more songs, and then uh, we've, we've written loads and loads of songs. But these these are, these are the ones we're write. Let's actually just make an actual kind of project, a band. And there was no sort of it's going. We're going to gig it. Are we going to you know be an actual like full band live lineup? It was just like let's let's record these we kind of moments in time whilst, whilst we've got it, you know, because um, there, was, there was that period where everybody was, was in the house, so we'll just look at what we do. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do to Pass the what table? <laughs> right, so, yeah, let's make an album. <laughs>
0: it. And it feels like it's been quite productive, like looking through like your Spotify uh, catalogue today, there's quite a few tracks on there that, that have been done. Like you guys said, an early EP that came out two years ago and then to your latest track, Hurricane, there's quite a good selection of tracks on there and there's also a music video that i watched today as well
1: you oh, know that's oh, funny that's awesome. actually because we started that last that video we started like a year the, the previous year and we didn't make it before christmas we're and then we're to, like it's too, too late. late we missed it we're gonna have to wait till next <laughs> christmas <laughs> so um, yeah that's a uh, finally
0: that's good we got, got another
1: year to finish it <laughs> <laughs> the extra the extra footage we needed so yeah
0: so lots it was good of fun. lots of great tracks. Like I said, Hurricane was the last one, the most recent track. Have you got any new tracks coming soon? Anything in the pipeline? Yeah, you can share?
1: we do. We've got um, we've got a few songs that we've we've kind of demoed at the minute. We still need to get in and, and finalize them, but we did both of them at the the gig, and the kind of rockier one, mm. um, Sight on scene, went down really really well. So we think uh, yes. that's going to be the next the next song.
2: It's a completely uh, different sort of sound than the. Uh... You know, the, like, Fragments, for example, it's like it's like night and day away, away from, like, from, from, from Fragments. And fragments is, like, really slow and ambient and dreamy, and this one is, uh, it's more, it's more of a, it's a kind, of, kind of hard sort of 80s, 80s. Kinda, it's kind of roll... 80s-ish, but
0: it's, it's... It's rocky, but it's, it's, it's about really
2: 80s, It's got It's got a bit of edge to it as well, you know? Yeah.
0: That sounds right up my street. I 80s, but it's That sounds right up my street. I'm looking very well forward to that. <laughs> So, if anyone hasn't heard you guys before and is going, okay, it sounds like an interesting combination. I mean, who who are your influences? Where are you taking your influences from? Because I can hear quite a lot of different influences going on in terms of your guitar playing, both electric and the acoustic stuff going on in the background, I and mean, with your vocal as well, Julie. I can hear all, like different things going on. So, so what would you say like the main influences are behind distant images? I think
1: that's the thing. Like because we've got we have got different influences. So I like more like in kind a of shoegaze and. And Dream Pop, like, I love Kate Bush. Um, I love M83, you know, Back for Lashes. I love all that kind of dreamy pop stuff, whereas is mm-hmm. more influenced by, like, the, the kind of
2: real, like, rock. Aye, the, the kind of old-school sort of doors and, and Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin. Uh, like, uh, my main sort of one, as you're probably aware, for the, <laughs> the last time, is Pink Floyd. You know, just that, that's been my sort of... Uh, um, that was my biggest kind of inspiration with the, with, with the guitar, with learning the guitar in the first place, you know, I was like, learning, uh, try to learn, try, basically try to learn Wishward we here, you know. <laughs> That was my... Uh, if, I learn, if I could learn the lead solo at the beginning of Wishward here, that was that. I didn't have to that's go, your life made. That's <laughs> that. I didn't have to do anything else. Aye, um, but um, loads, of, loads of other stuff. I can't mean, do it the of, and, and Britpop, mm-hmm. um, I have, a the i and girl, in Britpop. I would go for the Britpop to be a bit. Okay. In, in a big Slow way. I was like mad... Man for Mad for the races, you know, mad the for it. <laughs> uh, the Stone Roses as well. Um can he just can he can he beat them? I we
1: both
2: absolutely Roses. love the Stone Roses actually. Um aye. But I, I love the eighties uh stuff as well, and that's that sort of come coming coming into the the
1: music with the all the synth stuff as well, you know. That's
2: hard though because people
1: say like, "How do you describe your sound?" And we're like, mm. and like <laughs> "Some, some of this, really some right. of that." Like of <laughs> We've got a bit of
0: everything in there. <laughs> so, how does the writing process work then between the two of you? Is it something that Mac you come up with like a a tune on the guitar and go right, I've got this, and then take it to Jilly, or Jilly do you get like a melody and some words in your head? How does it work, or is it, or is there no process? It literally just happens as it happened.
2: I guess of but but. But he bought both of that, I mean, the, we're writing a wee song now um, and I was just sitting with my guitar and I wasn't really playing anything and, and Jilly just said, this is the melody I've got for the guitar and she just kind of hummed it and then I tried to play it, um, whatever it was and then, you know, and the song was written like that and then I was like, where do we go next? And but like, Jilly's just like, she's got all these melodies in her head so I'm just trying to, trying to get them, you know, <laughs> as close as I can. <laughs> um, uh, and some other times, like, like Echoes was written pretty much the whole song, it was like maybe maybe 10 minutes or something. Well, I just kind of picked up the guitar and just started playing a wee riff, and then we, we pretty much just started singing Echoes. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a strange thing, the song almost kind of wrote itself, as, yeah. uh, it was like, itself mm-hmm. or something. And I said, it's a wee bit... A wee bit um, are we a, wee bit, a wee bit kind of everything, something. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Jelly's got lyrics and we try and get some, some uh, chords to it, but usually, usually it's, the, it's the melody. It's first. a melody first.
1: I would say, majority of the time, it's a melody first and then the lyrics just kind of follow after that,
0: you know? And in terms of people finding your music, I take it your Spotify, uh, Apple, I take it anywhere yeah, that everywhere. you can listen to music.
1: Everywhere, everywhere you can find mm. music, you'll find it.
0: Brilliant. It's there. Uh, So I guess without giving away any spot, I guess you've spoken about your main influences. So Mackie, you're more into like kind of the rocky music. Julie, you're more into I guess like your female singer solo artists. Mm -hmm. Is there anything Mm -hmm. currently else that that you're listening to or that you're into at all?
1: Um, I'm going to be honest. I absolutely love. I'm loving all the new music that's out there just now. Like see the amount of talent we found since lockdown. Like just going on and connecting with like so many bands. Like. You've had many of them on, like Sylvie. I mean, she's just absolutely incredible. Like, I've never heard anyone sing like her. Yeah. And her songs just they speak to me. You know, like, I'm just absolutely in love with her. Like, every time she comes out with a new song, she's just amazing. amazing. And then you can hear these songs, and then you see her singing them live. And she's, it's just amazing, like, how she can right. do that live. Yeah. You know, the control she's got in her voice. So I love, absolutely love Sylvie. Arkady, you know, you get them yeah. constantly mentioned on your show, but. <laughs> They
2: just, right, sponsored by they just like yeah.
1: right, banger after banger that's the only way to describe it like every time they get a a new song out you're just like how do these guys just keep getting better like they're just absolutely brilliant we just love we love yeah. them and then we've obviously just done the gig recently with silver hair ah, yeah, absolutely brilliant and these guys absolutely amazing live and it was really funny actually because towards the the end the end of the gig i could just see maca right down the front epic epic he's shouting then as soon as they come off the stage she's right over there giving him the big hug and he smashed it you know and like know. <laughs> fan
2: fan fan boy at the front you know no, <laughs> they to, 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 to totally like it was a great set but the 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 last the last song it was just it just blew everybody away it was amazing uh-huh. I, I, another band i've been listening to a lot is uh empty atlas i found them um, through tiktok
1: it
2: was, uh, a, now, you're, yeah, now you're on TikTok. No, I'm on TikTok. I kind of got like away with it. No. Um, the done like a joke. It was like a joke song on 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 TikTok, but uh, I, I don't really remember exactly what exactly it was. But it was so funny, and um, and I just went, oh, I'm going to click into this, and then it was a I found the actual band, and I just listened to that that all their albums, and I just they brought out, I recently just brought out a a live album as well, and it's it's absolutely amazing. It sounds it sounds just like like the actual album, you know. It's it's it's, it's amazing. It's perfect. Um, so that's that's probably one of my favourite favourite bands now. Talos as well. Um, I've still um, listened to them a lot. Uh, they're just they're just so kind of kind of vibey. Mickey Nines were great. We saw them at a, a festival, and I, I'd never heard of them before. But so you know, I mean, when you you see something at a, at a festival and a band, they just kind of grab you. That that sort of. That kind of happened to them because they're, they're just like completely wild and... They're and performers, aren't the performers are not they they are proper getting I, it was, attention. It was, absolutely totally, You know, it was totally, it was like, whoa, what's happened? here? Yeah. well, just couldn't expect the, the kind of songs they were coming up with. It was, it was just brilliant. She'd go and have a wee listen to them. <laughs> I, I them. I, so, I lots of, lots of new stuff. Mm-hmm. Is, we
1: both really like um, Cersei as well. Cersei as well, She's um, absolutely brilliant. Um, female singer she's out there and she's she's great she's seems to be doing really well we've seen her on bbc quite a lot and getting featured in radio one and stuff so we kind of uh, found her recently as well so she's she's very good
2: yeah i'll always end up going back to my to to the, the, all the old albums. so i, I kind of go you know too long with to, it for going back and listening to you know the, the kind of old classics as well <laughs> <laughs> your old Bibles. i'm getting better you know spotify's <laughs> helping
0: I think the good thing about doing this podcast for me anyway is that I, I would not listen to many new artists because I didn't know who was out there. But I think through doing this podcast, you stumble across communities. So in the Midlands, you've got Sam Lamberth pushing Midlands acts along with like Perry Manning up in Scotland. You've got you guys, Sylvie, Arcade State, all very tight. And you all help each other and bring each other yeah. to the force. It seems like some really good music scenes, but as well as some great older catalogs out there, like the classics, like Mac has said. So let me take you back, guys. I'm sure you might have different first singles that you bought, I'm not imagining they're the same, so what, what were the first records that you guys bought, what do you remember about them?
1: Um, I got two actually, um, one's quite cool and one's kind of embarrassing I suppose now, um, but back in the day I would say I, I loved my boy bands, back in the day I'm going to be honest, I love my boy bands and I remember um, I got three CDs for Christmas one was the Take That, I can't even remember which album it was, but it was Take That, I remember that and the other one was and now that's what i call music and it was like you had your backstreet boys and all your your, your cheesy pop songs but and then i had the verve the verve urban hymns so that, that's my cool one that's where i redeemed myself with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it with the, the verve but i i love that album. i had that on constantly
2: well I, I would say the first the first sort of uh record that i remember having no, no necessarily pop just but um, it was the uh, I was I was really young, I was about five years old or something, and I was just like, I need to keep playing this, keep playing it, keep playing it. And it was uh, it was now that's what I call music oh, yeah. <laughs> number four. Oh, was, uh,
1: number four?
2: It was, four. It was oh. one of the, big the
1: How old are you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just I just uh, I, I had that on on repeat. It was like it's cause Ghostbusters was on it. Oh, right, you know, okay. It had Ghostbusters on it, but see because it let the other, other songs play on it. You know, it's, uh, loads of these songs are kind of ingrained. It was like Paul McCartney, um, No More Lonely Nights. I remember that was on it. And uh, George Moroder uh, Electric Dreams. Oh, you keep want to cover I, that, I, I'm, don't I'm, you? I want to cover that song. He like, said it constantly. Like, we need to cover that song. Just, I just love that song. You know, uh, oh, that's me on my minute now. Um, so, <laughs> uh, and, uh, I thought my answer was going to be embarrassing to my first my first, my, first, my first, my first record... The that I actually paid money for was was a uh, Live Forever the, the Oasis because I I just remember it coming out and I was like oh, I must have been fourteen or something and I was like Mum I need money I need money I need to buy that CD and she's like What is it and I was like and I had to you know is there no way you can explain it so I had to actually sing the song to her <laughs> and, and then she went Oh that sounds good son there you go so I think, so that was the first one I actually you know got the money to pay for classic as well
0: Mm-hmm. yeah that is a classic As like I say always on this podcast there are no guilty pleasures there are only pleasures so whatever you talk about what you've bought is an absolute pleasure to listen yeah. to so this podcast is all about people collecting their fancy festivals are you guys big right. fans of festivals you big festival goers yep yeah. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Although, in saying that, I don't think I'd be doing the, the weekend ones now. <laughs> 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 I'd be like, I'm a bit just trying to go for the, I'll do a weekend one yeah, if I've got a hotel yeah, room. Yeah, but like, you've got a camper <laughs> <then>, one, <you know.
2: laughs>
1: None of these tents. If we've got luxury comforts, then I'll go, but yeah,
0: I do, I do like a festival. Got any standout like, yeah. ex- experiences at all? A lot of people talk about, like, tea in the park in Glasgow. I was going to any, say, tea in the park, yeah.
2: I went to see the park a few times back, you know, in the back in the nineties. It was a it was a prodigy in the Seahorses, and uh, Is that the one that he
1: snuck into? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he's caught
0: there, I, Jumping over
1: fences to get I, in.
0: Oh, well, nothing else after that. Macca, anything you want to confess on this podcast, Macca? It's all between good friends, mate. Is that out there now? You know? uh, sorry, no, but um, I. Like, like, been the park a, a good few times. Uh,
2: we
1: went just. to the park, actually, specifically to see the Stone Roses. Like, that, was that the last team the Park, actually? Or was it one of the last? But the Stone Roses were playing, so we'd seen them. We went down to see them in Manchester. And then we had, they were doing Tina the Park, so we, we went and got the day ticket just to see them. But we hadn't, didn't know who else was playing. But we were just like, we're going to see the Stone Roses. Yeah.
2: And
1: that was, that was and the was lucky one, remember? We actually,
2: um, actually saw one of our choices at that. Yes, day. we
1: discovered and one the of room. our fan
2: oh. Our oh. History, the selections of the of the at history. that, that day. See how it's all tying in. Yes. <laughs>
0: Very clever, very <laughs> clever. <laughs> what about gig- what about gigs then, guys? What do you have any gigs that you look back on that you've been to, and this could be mecca like gigs that you've played at, and we've obviously spoken about distant images gigs, but any gigs that you look back on as an artist or that you've been in the audience for, and you've just gone, well, I'll always remember that forever.
2: One of my favourite was there was like a it was a buffet gig, and it was a, it was just an in store in HMB, um, so it was a tiny place, but there were like, signing signing records and stuff but they, they played as well and it was just like amazing and it was like I can't believe this is happening you know and uh, just in a, in a wee tiny shop in Glasgow but it was like it was rocking
1: I think yeah, actually because we went to see Biffy in the Barrowlands like uh, back they, they were absolutely incredible
2: they, they can always they can always like anytime I've seen them they've been amazing pretty much
1: they just bring it when it's live you just when you're in that crowd when they're live it's just it's amazing isn't it you just just feel it, and we also went to see um, Marmaduke Duke live, which is obviously Simon from If he's in in that band as well, and um, they were incredible as well. And that was a small, that was a small venue mm. in Glasgow, and it was when they just came out with their first album, and it was was brilliant, absolutely brilliant.
2: Oh, that was. Oh, aye that, that was really funny that, because uh, the i think the support act i think they sort of whatever it was it happened at the last minute and the support I think the support act was already booked so uh, yeah they were um, booked so they so had no I idea think, so they, they were respecting this wee, tiny gig and the place was like you know everybody was like sardines you know and it, it went absolutely wild it was like um, it was two the two drum two drums on stage literally like, so
1: two drummers there was it was like
2: Absolutely, It was like Biffy and Sucho O'Pero together and it was absolutely incredible. That's as well, I'd say that's another one of my kind of main influences. It's John, or the dragon for Sucho O'Pero as well. He's such an amazing songwriter and guitarist and he's done lots of just, he's such an amazing kind of songwriter. He's got lots of uh, great albums as well, so Mm I'm sort listening to him
0: great stuff i definitely need to i've only seen biffy once i saw him when bubbles came out in the hammersmith apollo oh, yeah. which is like 3000 and that was like a mental a mental yeah. time so loud as well one of the loudest bands i've ever seen but
2: yeah amazing <laughs> yeah he's got the 10 ups
0: <laughs> yeah very all turned up to 11 uh as well so like i said <laughs> this podcast is all about getting the guys to collate their fancy festival So they get to choose any five acts, one of whom must play one of their studio albums in full and an encore which all of their acts can perform together at the end of their fantasy festival. So very simple. Five acts get five times a lot. So in the last episode of the Fantastical podcast, I had Kimberly Forsyth. She uh, collated her Kent Allen with Kimbo Fantasy Festival. She had Proud Mary in her opening slot, followed by Phoebe Bridges. In her super second slot, in her midway madness slot, she had Churches playing their every Open Eye album in full. In her pre-headline slot, she had the Moonlight Parade. And in her headline act slot, she had Taylor Swift only making her second fantastical appearance. And for her encore, she had the wonderful Hotel California played by all of her five chosen acts. So very <coughs> easy, very simple. Any of your five acts in five time slots. So before we talk about your acts, we have to get a name for your fantasy festival, and a venue for your Fantasy Festival. So guys, what what are you going to call your Fantasy Festival?
1: Okay. So the name is also linked with the location, okay?
0: The
2: clues in the title. The
1: clues. <laughs> <laughs> So the name is Here We Rock in Co. okay? And it's because it's in Glencoe.
0: Oh, okay. okay, I like it.
1: So we just thought, we were trying to think of a... It's really difficult when you're trying to think of a location because other locations have already... You're trying to think of somewhere that's not either been said on your podcast already or somewhere that's not been and we thought glencoe's got the stunning mm. scenario around it and we could just imagine a big stage when set up somewhere obviously in between the mountains tents everywhere campfires it's a fantasy location we're yeah.
2: to let somebody else worry about yeah but
1: they'll worry about that uh,
2: all the gear. <laughs> like the wee beer dropped
1: about in the background you know people with their guitars sitting singing away and then the big you know all these wee different bits going on and then we just imagined the chat here we here we here we are, rock and call. Cool. We <laughs> <laughs> a well-known well Scottish A well-known Scottish, but doesn't quite, it's not exactly that exact wording, wording exact. but yeah, that's the, the more or less the chant, so I think that's this
0: what m- we I think this might be the first fantasy festival that's got its own chant already, before yeah, any ends I love it. Yep, so there we go. I
2: actually, you know, just talking about it now, I think this could actually <laughs> be doable, you know, as a real thing, so...
1: So
0: we'll
2: look
0: at this. Let's, gonna, get us, let's get this done. Get us yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's <get> <laughs> definitely, I'll definitely get this <laughs> copyright. So before we talk about your five acts, obviously to whittle your music choices, and there's two of you as well, to whittle your music choices down just to five is quite difficult, I would imagine. So is there any acts who you want to shout out and mention who you love yeah. but just haven't been able to get on the get on the list for here here we rock and co. Um.
1: Kate Bush, I did put her in because when we were on the last podcast, obviously I picked her as my choice. So we couldn't have Kate Bush. We've already spoken about the Stone Moses uh-huh. um, who didn't make it. Um and <laughs> doesn't make the like cut. I yeah. know they didn't make it. Oh. The boys, they didn't oh. make
2: it. <laughs> um
1: and um who else did we know? Biffy Clyro. I don't know We've obviously spoken about about Biffy and Unfortunately they, they didn't make they didn't make our fantasy lineup either. But, you
2: know, they they can rock <laughs> anywhere. So so uh, I see they didn't make, it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they didn't make I'm, it. I'm still a bit disappointed about that.
1: Yeah. So that's I'm trying to go honestly so many more, but right now I'm like I can't I even know, remember it's... how much we sat. See so trying to narrow it down from to five was a difficult thing because I'd suggest people and he's like, no, and then he'd suggest stuff and I'm like, no, do you know what I mean? But yeah, that's that's how we we'll go. We've got it
0: locked, locked in. We're not no changing now. So some big acts miss out. Stone Roses only been picked once. They get talked about a bit, have but it? yeah, only ever been picked once, and that was in uh, an opening act slot as well. So Stone Roses will have to wait another day. Biffy have been picked a few times along with Kate Bush. So some decent, very good acts are missing out. So let's find out who's going to make it in. So. Two o'clock, here we rock and co, it's sold out. The crowd are chanting the festival chant already. It's already getting Larry down there at two o'clock. So guys, who are you going to have open uh, your fantasy festival?
1: So we're going to have um, Blood Red Shoes. And Blood Red Shoes are a band that we discovered at Tina Park. So when we were going to see the Stone Moses at Tina Park, we kind of looked at the the bands that were on before it and tried to see, like, you know, you're trying to plan your day. And we'd never heard of them, saw this band. We just looked at one of our videos mm-hmm. on YouTube and thought they sound like a good band. And we went to see them, an in absolutely incredible right. band. Like, I remember, like, so it's Laura Mary Carter, the guitarist and vocalist, and Stephen Ansel as well as the drummer and vocalist. It's just two of them. Mm. And the sound for two of them is honestly, oh. they fill, you wouldn't think two
0: people could fill.
2: Like, I was like looking about. I just, I kept like, looking about going, where's a, the a bass
0: player? You yeah. know, you're, looking, like, you're looking behind the <laughs> stage trying to see the guy
2: who's like, but, you know, something's going on here. Yeah. But, you know, I was like, I was just like, wow, you know, I was just like, totally like, blown away. Um, and that guy, just like, we've seen them." We've seen them so since then, I think times. we must have
1: been about right. five or six times, but it's just,
2: pretty much every time. They are just,
1: they just get better and better and she's, for me, she's the best guitarist. She's just absolutely incredible. And her vocals are amazing. And he's, what's he like on Such the drums? A, he's, he's incredible. He stands up and all that. And They just get the crowd going. And they've been, they've been adding a lot more people recently to their... So they do when they do their gigs, they, they've got another couple of people that come in and do like the synths now. They've got more synths in their music. And I think they've got another guitarist. But they always have that moment where there's just two of them. And they just go back to that kind of original sound as well. They're
2: just incredible, right. absolutely brilliant band. No, nah, you can't If you want anybody to open up anything, it's it's probably you know. We are bang. That's that's
0: that's a bang to do Yeah. Great shout. Yeah. So, Blood Red Shoes make their fantastical debut. They open here. We rock and Co. They're going to play from two till three. So one act down, four left. So we'll take a half hour break. That'll take us to half past three. It'll be time for your super seconds act. So, guys, who are you going to have in your super seconds Well, tonight? the thing is,
2: right. Everybody is has been totally destroyed with blood red shoes. They've, <laughs> they've annihilated them. You, know. <laughs> the, you can't. Um, so you need to have a wee sort of moment where everybody calms down and just reflects. It's, on a, stuff. Moment, it's yeah, a moment. It's it a moment to self. You know, take a so breath. I would say oh, I'm saying this as if I'm. No, I'm not talking about Robert, <laughs> Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. because they, they brought out a, an amazing album, uh, *Raising Sand*, and just. The, the kind of vocals, the kind of chilled. It's one of my kind of go-to albums. Like, I could pretty much listen to that album anytime You know, it's just such a, such a uh, lovely album with the, the, the kind of guitars and the, the harmonies and the vocals. just well, that's the thing. It's a great blend. You wouldn't...
1: You wouldn't expect it to. Wouldn't and you wouldn't pitch yeah. Alison Trauss, would you not? We what plan. You just wouldn't... I,
2: it's just, uh, it, totally, it totally works. And I think they would be perfect at our festival, especially if if everybody's just been kind of destroyed <laughs> um you know in a good way um, so this is our this is our chance just to, just to sit back and just kind of let the music happen mm-hmm. wash over just yeah yep so that's and that, um, album,
1: that album basically sand i mean is it's just a brilliant brilliant yeah. album and they've got a new album out in fact yeah. they were touring but i'd seen that the only the only date they're doing the only place they're playing in the uk is london so it's kind of
2: like
1: it's a tricky one, but it'd be amazing to see them live, wouldn't it? Like, but mm. we'll see them live at our fantasy festival. Though, so bro, they're going to be on the yeah, lineup. So, be that, so. so, you know, we, we're promoting it, so we're backstage
2: with them, aren't we? I yeah. Guess. So it's all yeah, good. I the show.
0: Yeah, I think so <laughs> <happy>. <laughs> And you get two for the price of one as well. So yeah, yeah everyone's exactly. a winner. Yeah. yeah, good pick, good pick. So Robert Plant and Alison Krauss take your super second slot. They'll play from half free. To half four. Again, we'll take a half hour break and that'll take us to our Midway Madness point. So guys, who are you going to have in your Midway Madness lot?
1: So we kind of thought, like, you've, you've had those two acts on, who's coming next? And I absolutely love Back for Lashes. I think she's just absolutely brilliant and she's she does everything. So she's singer-songwriter. She literally plays the guitar, she plays the bass, piano, drums. Absolutely Everything and our songs are just—it's a bit of me. I love all that, you know. I love the dreamy stuff. I love the haunting vocals, the mm-hmm. dream pop, the shoegaze. She mixes it all. So I got everything. Aye, it's just got—it um, yep. ticks
2: all my boxes. You know what I mean? And it's, it's starting to bring you back up again for the for the next one. That's it. So you're getting you're getting
1: that wee, that wee lift. So you've had your out moment there. She's bringing <laughs> you back up. She's got the Sims going. She's got the beautiful haunting vocals, and I just think like. You're talking about, like, your go-to albums. I go to her albums quite a lot. Um, I just think, like, she's got so many... There's a variety in there. And, like, the, the most... One of the, the songs I love is the one that she did with... some um, really interesting Beck. drum beats
2: as well. Yeah, the,
1: she's just brilliant. But she did that, um Let's Get Lost with Beck. And I must have listened to that song a thousand times. Just so many times. And that was another one. Like, she worked so well with him. Their their voices went fantastic together. So, um that's what we decided was
0: going to be our our third act great shout Bat for Lashes is your Midway Madness lot she makes her second appearance at Fantastival so she was on I think in Maureen Maureen Stevens many moons ago Fantastival (laughs) so she returns to the Fantastival lineup. takes your Midway Madness act so three acts down two acts left to go we've got a pre-headline act and a headline act still to come so we'll take half hour break and then your pre-headline act is going to get an hour and a half to play from half six to eight o'clock so Guys, who are you going to be your pre-headliners?
1: So we've thought about, like we're saying, so it's getting, the crowd's getting a bit, they're ready now, they're ready for ready for something and out comes Nirvana. Yeah. Out comes Nirvana. Do you know, Nirvana's um, a band that we just, we both love. Like when we were trying to think about five acts, that was one I knew we'd both agree on because mm-hmm. we both just absolutely loved Nirvana. Um, Kurt Cobain, he's just, he's just gone. There was just, his voice,
2: just everything about Kurt Cobain was just incredible, right. wasn't it? I mean the whole just, band in just, general. Just like, it's a fantasy festival, just to see just to see them play play live, you know, would be it would be amazing. Plus it'd be great if there was like a in this fantasy version, um if they did a version of uh, you know that the song that got released years later you know okay. that was kinda of last one they recorded, you know, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um that's just that's just dynamite that song and and this was happening in this fantasy. Festival, <laughs> uh, they're, they're rocking and rocking in the cold.
1: Rocking in the cold, but it's, it's um, even when they did that unplugged, they did the aye. the unplugged in New York, and that whole that whole album was just absolutely amazing.
2: I because everybody said they can't do it, so they I mean, can't do it. sort back, and they were it was it was
1: brilliant, isn't it? Like sort of album, it yeah. just shows you they can, they can rock it out. They can bring all that. And they
2: kind of
1: grunge and, So if they're playing for an hour and a half, you know they can they have. Can a, start off with the acoustic. They can
0: have a wee bit in their set with them then, their children. You know, yeah, so. and then bring out the bring out the. This <laughs> is gonna let us keep talking. <laughs> 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 you. It's your fantasy festival, so whatever you tell them to play, they play. There's no there's no negating on a set list. Whatever you say for them to play, they'll happily follow you there and take your set list suggestions. <laughs>
1: They've just—they've just had such. I think Nirvana's had a big impact on music. You know, like when you speak to people, I'm sure you—so many people do like mm-hmm. talk about Nirvana and in some form, like they've, they've love their songs and they've been influenced. And
2: uh, it's just totally raw. You know, it's just 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 amazing. It's different about them, really, though.
1: And considering, really, they didn't like. What was it three albums? It wasn't mm. like. Do you know what I mean? For for only having when you see bands up sort of get like six, seven, all these different albums, but three albums, and they're still years later. People are
2: still talking yeah, about them. Still like listening. a all like kind of legacy, you know. Yeah. But I very easily, very easily, um, in the in this in this gig. Great shout,
0: go. great shout. So Nirvana, your pre-headline act, sixth time they've been picked for a fantasy festival. So they follow in good footsteps. They'll play for an hour and a half, like you said. And then they'll finish uh, at eight. We'll have a half-hour break, that takes to half eight, and then that leaves a two-and-a-half-hour time slot for your headline act. So a great first four acts. Time for your headline act. Did you agree in this? Was this one, again, was this a mutual agreement, or was one of you had to... To convince the other one and for it to to name Macca, it. Atlantic. Macca
1: was more um, fighting for this. I'm not gonna. Li- I'm happy. I'm on board. <laughs> but it's his, it, this,
2: is his, just, this um, is his fight. This is just, his. just, just purely because um,
1: because we decided to say, go for the
2: album. he said had, but one of the bands had to play the full album, so sort of think And um, I just I can't see me choosing this lineup and not having this album get played in full. So so
1: you're going to announce uh, it. Do you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um <laughs> aye, so we chose um, Pink Floyd. I actually had to look at you there. I had a feeling you were wearing a Pink Floyd t shirt for
1: your looking at right. him yes, seriously. It's yes, yes. <laughs>
2: <There's> no surprise. <laughs> like that. Um I Pink Floyd, there's there's just so much. Uh, they've they've got, you know, and if it's like a two and a half hour I feel like I could they could do that and about three songs, you
0: know. No <laughs> Maybe they can the one, do. Maybe they can bring out Last Christmas again and do a rendition yeah. again. maybe
1: they could. That's that we can depend what the timing is, and then there you go, Glen Cole, winter. Yeah.
0: You know, and yeah, so
1: there Everybody's you go. Freezing. Everybody's freezing cold. But uh, then when they start the chat here, we here we're all can heat them back up again. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. So yeah, know, you have to say so. Why that album?
2: Because, because mm-hmm. it starts in, <laughs> <laughs> It's like the. It's probably, the best. Album ever, um, you know, so I'm just going to say it. It's the best, it's my favorite, it's my favorite album ever. Um, so for, for me, it's probably the best. It's just, it's, I feel it's even though they've lots of great, amazing stuff after the groundbreaking, that was like a kind of peak sort of pink, pink Floyd for me. Like, creatively, they all sort of came together, and um, even though the, the kind of synth stuff that's in it as well. Um, we we had the song that's on it called On the Run. You know that was like that was years ahead of its time. You know they were, it, was like a, it was like a mad electronic dance song like at the beginning of the early 70s. And you know they had to like create it with big massive synthesizers like the size of a room. You know, um, no, it was, it's 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 um, it's it's an amazing album. But if they're playing for two and a half hours, it's such a an extensive kind of back catalogue. You could easily fill that that time and everybody still would still be loving it you know right up to the right up to the division bill kind of stuff
1: no they are to be fair they are a, they are a, an amazing band you know and i think like when i think of pink floyd i just think of like epic psychedelic songs that's that's the way i would kind of think of it but we've we've actually had um he will sing Pink Floyd all the time, but there's one time when he's like, right, "I'm going to do great gig in the sky. Do you want to try and go for it?" And I was like, "Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to be attempting to do that." But um, yeah, no matter what party you wish, or always gets gets played, doesn't it? it always comes back to because right. back to that song. But they're a, a phenomenal band, and they'd be a,
2: they'd an amazing headliner. Just Just so many. You know. You know. They just the kind of stage show they put on for a. For a gig uh, with all
1: the, the lights and the lasers, you know, that would just be absolutely perfect. To 10 minute
2: guitar uh, solos and all ten that. 10 minute guitar yeah. solos, yeah. yeah.
0: You've
2: got to have them. <laughs> no, why not? Why not? It's a fantasy. fantasy but, but just non distant images. I
0: <laughs> love <laughs> <laughs> watch 10 minute solos. <laughs> it's a great shout. Pink Floyd make their third fantastical appearance and their third headlining slot. So whenever they get picked, No one picks them down the uh, bill. They only get picked to headline. So good choice there. Pink Floyd will play Dark Side of the Moon and they'll headline Here We Rock and Co. So they'll play to 11 o'clock. Then they'll welcome back on stage Nirvana, Bat for Lashes, Robert Plant and Alison Krauss and Blood Red Shoes. So now you've got a stage worth of amazing talent and they all get to play one song of your choice together. So what what are you going to have them play, guys?
1: So we had to think about... The kind of different acts that were on and what kind of song they could do justice, and we thought "Hounds of Love" by Kate Bush. We thought that would be an amazing, an amazing song where you could have the, we could have um, the the kind of dreamy, haunting stuff coming through, and then you could have all of the psychedelic Plus
2: stuff. Plus, like Kate Bush is only a linear hero,
1: so it's like. It's it's stuff Kate Bush she in didn't, there. She didn't
2: make <laughs> but, you
1: know, the only reason she didn't make the cup was purely because of picked her the last time, <laughs> do you know what I mean? We didn't want to come on and literally pick the exact same two acts, so, but yeah, Hounds of Love is such a, a brilliant, brilliant song, and you
2: could still have your big solo as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not be an extended version. An extended version. version. I think, and you could, you could have every sort of, every band, like, have their own sort of spin on it, like, halfway through it, we could do it. the really long version. So how long is this one? one? <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> 20
0: minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 <laughs> Great shout, great shout. Hounds of Love is your encore, which all of your five acts will play. So let's lock it in, In so you can still change your minds up until the point where it's locked in. So we've got Here We Rock and Co. taking place in Glencoe. In your opening act, we've got Blood Red Shoes. Super Seconds, we've got Robert Plant, and Krauss. Midway Madness, we've got Bat for Lashes. Pre headline act, we've got Nirvana headlining your fantasy festival Pink Floyd and they're going to play Dark Side of the Moon in full and for your encore you've got Hounds of Love which all five acts are you going to play Distant Images, are you happy with your fantasy festival yeah (laughs) (laughs) it is now locked in to the vault so before we round it up then tell us about the future for Distant Images What, what does 2022 look like obviously you've just played your first gig you said you were buzzing off the back of that so what does 2022 look like
1: We've got another um, gig lined up in April, so we're playing in Room Two in Glasgow. So we're we're really really buzzing buzzing for that, and that's um, Violet IPR that's um, arranged that. So we're really excited for that to be working with them, and we are hoping to get. I saw, well, Sight Unseen is the song we're hoping to have out pretty soon. And um, we're just finishing it up and then just getting new music out. So yeah. basically new music new music, and getting more gigs and just to get to get ourselves out there a bit more, really, because that's our first gig. So now that we've done one, we're just like, bring it on.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just then... Um just keep writing because we've got or maybe not how many songs we've got See, we've got so
1: many songs and in fact sight unseen the one that we've just spoke about is actually a very old song i think that's I know, it's at good. least 10 years old it's wait old most years ago and it just so happened that um when we were working with our live band we were trying to so it's hard because a lot of the stuff we do has got synths and got all different sort of sounds and samples but and
2: even though it's 10 years old it's alright because it still sounds
1: like the 80s but when we were working with a, a live band there were certain songs that just wasn't we just felt like we needed to bring something different mm. to, to the live set and we kind of said we've got this tune that we could we could try with and right away we were just absolutely feeling it and then when we played it at the gig and the reaction we got we thought yeah that's, that's it this is what we're uh, what this is what we're sort
2: gonna of straight away.
1: we're going to go with that and just just
2: keep writing and getting. Uh, that's the main thing. Just to just to keep keep creating. Um, well, well, it's good to to like, go for go for playing live and stuff. And that's that's amazing. But uh, I just love like writing new music and writing writing songs. Is always probably one of the best things because um, it's just I, I just think it works really well. Both our influences, cases, kind of kind of. i was gonna say weird, just <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the weird um, <laughs> that's I, just weird. This something really uh, that I, I really enjoy. But obviously, the both our styles kind of blending into different images. And,
1: and that's the thing, I suppose. When we first started this, we never expected to be doing like gigs or anything like that. We just we were writing really for ourselves, and it just mm-hmm. when you when you put yourself out there, you don't think you really don't think anybody's going to listen. But it's like the people out there that are supporting you so it's like see all your people on the main support from us has definitely been twitter it's like people like yourself that's sharing your your music and you've got the new music supporters like like kimbo and paula you know that are pushing your music and then you've got all the the kind of radio stations like and your ears music and you know like sunny govan radio like kush State sunny govan radio he was at our gig and stuff and it's it's these people that you don't expect to be like and enjoying your music and sharing it and then the more they do it it's connecting with other people so we never really
2: expected like any of this. So
1: yeah. as long as we just keep, I guess,
2: keep just keep doing that, doing what we're, we're just, doing, just write it for ourselves, and uh, and then hopefully people like <laughs> that. <laughs> that's it. that's, that's <laughs> that.
0: So you you mentioned social media, guys. So if people don't follow you, how do people find you? What what platforms are you on, and what on what and what tags so, do you use?
1: Yeah, we on Twitter. We're distant underscore images, and on Instagram and Facebook, we are distant images music, and we're on YouTube, and I think that's pretty much. We're not pretty much. You'll find us on all social on all social medias, but um, it seems to be Twitter and Instagram is probably what we use the most, and that seems to be where the most people like I guess interact like with you and and stuff and share your music and stuff. But yeah, you'll you'll find us. You have a look for us out there.
0: Great stuff. So go and find Distant Images and give them a follow. And I guess let's plug the music again. So Distant Images can be found on, like we said, Spotify, Apple Music, so anywhere that people go for streaming. People can find you guys, right?
1: Yeah, any any streaming platform. Bandcamp as well. Bandcamp, yeah, you'll find us there.
0: Brilliant stuff, yeah. brilliant stuff. So that is it. Thanks to everyone for listening to the eighty-second episode of the Fantastical Podcast. And if you've enjoyed this one, please subscribe, give the podcast a review on iTunes, and you can also review the podcast now on Spotify by going to Rate Show. Uh, distant images are on Twitter so is the Fantastical Podcast so if you don't follow us give us a follow at or if you're not on Twitter you can almost email the uh, podcast at Fantastival Podcast at Outlook.com unfortunately we can't play any music on podcast but we can make Spotify playlists so I'll get some tracks from Gillian Macca we'll make a nice Spotify playlist of their choices and we we'll any other tracks that they want to throw in there so Guys, a huge thank you for coming on to do your full fantastical podcast. It's been a pleasure speaking to you and you're both smiling, which is always a good sign. Yeah, have, have for you you <laughs> found,
2: how have you found
0: have you found it? It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Oh, it's been-
1: Absolutely brilliant! Enjoy, it's been great it. to be to be on and actually getting some time to actually chat to you. You know, obviously last time we were sharing you, this time we had you all to ourselves, so it was it was
0: good. Well, you've been you've been great on the podcast. Like I said, first gig down now, so I'm looking forward to see where and how 2022 goes for you. I'm sure there's big things up ahead, and you know, it's been a pleasure to share your music and to share your, like your your social posts. So I look forward to seeing where that goes. So I'll be back soon with episode number 83. So please make sure to join me. But until then, stay safe, my fantastical friends. Please continue to spread the word. And that word is fantastical. Thanks for listening.